Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. My guest is Ursel Abbott Jr., but we just call him EJ. EJ underscore 26. That's his Instagram. Another racing family, and I, I just love talking to racing families who don't come from a racing background because they're trying to find it out uh, you know, by themselves organically. They ask questions, but it brings a family together, and this family is no exception, man. They're, it's beautiful to watch. This kid, I mean, he's racing for the first time. His dad's watching his son race for the first time and what they're going through. And it's just a fun story. It's funny. It's inspiring. And if you get a chance, donate to help him race this year in Moto America. So this story is by EJ Jr. I hope you like it. Check this episode out. <laughs> Ooh, it's good to be back, Wyatt. Good to be back, buddy. Yeah. Here we go. One, two, three. Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. I've been gone, but I'm back. And I tell you what, I've always, you know, when I go on vacation, well, no vacation, but when I'm working vacation, I always look for, you know, what guests I want and this and that. And I come across this kid, man, and I'm just a sucker for kids going for their dreams because, you know, everybody knows I'm a wannabe who just never was when it comes to racing. And I came across this kid. It's Ursel Abbott, but he says call him EJ. So I'm going to call him EJ. I saw this kid, and he's killing it. He's killing it. I saw him in a parking lot, had his leathers on. He's living the dream. So right now, I'm talking to Ursel. You can call me EJ Abbott Jr. How you doing, Ursel? Good. All right. And that's your dad right there. How you doing, Pops? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. First of all, thank you guys for being on my show. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And that's, and that's <laughs> first of all, let's get to the dad because the dad is the reason you're where you are, Ursel. And I, I, don't know, I don't know if you realize that. I mean, your dad is the reason this is all going on. I mean, I mean, no, no, no disrespect to the moms, but it, you're, the dad, you are the reason he's where he's at now because we had a little discussion. And I don't know if you realize this, EJ, but you are draining your dad dry, uh, trying, <laughs> trying to pursue that dream. <laughs> Okay. what money <laughs> exactly now now when it comes when it comes to motorcycles did you uh, how long have you been riding have you ever raced before at all or, or you just arrived uh, i've never raced before um i had my motorcycle endorsement for about maybe a year mm -hmm. and then he jumped into this that was really? it okay. yeah like so i wanted i wanted to ride motorcycles and you know get on a bike ever since i saw um uh biker boys that movie Wait a minute, Biker Boys made you want to ride that movie? I wanted to ride. Yeah, and I was like, I want to ride, but my mom would never let me do it. So, um, you know, I, I put a little baseball card in the uh, bicycle spokes and rode it around the yard. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> we all did that. How great was that? He didn't know how good yeah. he has it. Because to, to make a bicycle sound like a motorcycle, we put cards in the spokes, and you couldn't tell us anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 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 um... Yeah, I grew up, I was 27, and then um, I bought my first motorcycle. It was a S1000. Yes. And um, rode that around, met some friends, and I had this one guy that told me, hey, there are kids that do this. And I was like, no way. Okay. So checked it out, had him do it one time, and that was it. I had one track day under my belt. That was about it. Really? And, that, and after that, uh, the kid came along, and, and it's all been him. Oh, yeah, he, he stole the shine, and he's gone with it. Now, now, EJ, what did you do beforehand, EJ? Like, like before, like, uh, like you're, oh, how old are you? You're nine years old now? Yes. 
Okay, so before that, what were you into before that? Were you into dinosaurs? I know kids like dinosaurs. Were you into Hot Wheels? Like, what was your life before you met bikes? Bikes. It's always been bikes. Yes. E even when you were I a kid. Yes, I would do tricks on my bicycle. <laughs> really? Were you like a, a a stunt guy? Did you jump stuff on your bicycle? No, I just tried to do wheelies. Are, are you good at wheelies? Not that much, but on motorcycles I am. Okay, well listen, I'm not good at wheelies either. I mean, what's the key to a good wheelie on a motorcycle? Uh, trying to gas and start pushing the brake a little so you get balanced and not flip over. Like, like 12 o'clock, and then it goes to 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and then by then it's over? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so do you remember the first time you got a motorcycle or asking your dad, I want to ride? Yes. When was that, and what happened? Uh, when I saw my dad riding his motorcycles, I asked if I could go with him, and then he would say no every time, so I figured that... I would want to ride motorcycles. So then I asked, Dad, can I get a motorcycle? And then, so, so then we went to this track day. Uh, it was my first time. I uh -huh. crashed a couple of times. This one time I crashed, this one time I crashed into somebody, my shoe flew off, and he started laughing, and I would hear him crackling from the position where he was at. Wait a minute, you crashed and, and, and your, dad, your yes. dad laughed at you. Your dad laughed at you when you crashed. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't you? crying or anything. I, I just did this. <laughs> and then he started laughing. Well, you know, you can always report your dad and we can, we can get him in trouble. You know that, right? I mean, we, we can show this video to the, to the local authorities. And then we <laughs> 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 I'm like, what kind of dad goes, hey, you want to go to track day and watch daddy do it? Or can, can I ride that? Nah, watch, watch daddy. Nah. <laughs> so, yep. so, so, so we crashed. How did you feel when you saw him and he crashed? Because I, mean, I have a problem watching my son uh, like when he crashed on a bike, I go, I mean, I know it's part of growing up and they always say, you know, we got to make these kids tough. But man, when you see your own flesh and blood, oh. ball, like, how did you feel? Yeah, I was, I was inside. I was losing it. I was like, oh no, this is it. <laughs> yeah. You know, first day he crashed, tumbled, and his shoe flew, flew off. And I was like, uh oh, <laughs> well, mm. and his mom was right next to me and she was not okay. She was not okay at all. What, what did she do? Did she cry or, or she look at you oh, like, yeah, she, this is it? Yeah, you know, you can see the, the anxiety on her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was just the facial muscles was just going. Oh, man. I, I can't oh, yeah. imagine that. But okay. But how did you know you got him the right gear beforehand? Because that's the key, actually, is getting the right gear. Make sure you got something. Because when it comes to when it comes to motorcycle riding, I don't care anybody says, get the most expensive helmet. Get, I mean, get the best helmet because, I mean, there's no price is enough for to protect the brain. You know what I mean? So, like, how did you know you got the right gear beforehand? We, we honestly didn't know anything. Um, like, I barely, the only thing I really knew about motorcycles was how to pull off, put gas in it. That's it. Really? And, so, um, so, 
So when we got to, when he went to his first day uh, for SFL Mini GP, they have all the gear that you can use. So they put him in a suit, um, put him in a helmet, and away he went. You know, for them, the first, you just bring the kid. You know, they got motorcycles and everything. So put him on it, and away he went. So, so that's the first time he was ever on a motorcycle? Ever, yeah. Why now, or is that, now, EJ? How did you? I mean, were you excited, man? Were you like, were you, were you couldn't wait to get it, or were you like kind of scared? Sometimes you ask for stuff, and when it finally comes, you're like, uh oh. I mean, like it's kind of like riding a roller coaster. You go, oh, it's gonna be fun, and then, you, and then once that chain goes, you go, I don't want to do this no more. So like, so were you scared? I mean, or were you just excited? I was excited, but when I came back, when I came back to my mom. My mom started crying because she saw my uh, tongue. It looked bitten. Not like <laughs> fell off. Like there's just a bump on my tongue. And I said, Mom, it hurts. And I didn't cry. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to say to your mom. You never show, yeah. we never show weakness around your mom. Even, even <laughs> if you bit your tongue off, just go. I'm cool, mama. And, you know, never do that because your mom, you will never do that ever again. So just for, for us three, don't tell your mom I said this, but next time you get hurt, never tell your mom. Just go, hey, dad, I, I got to tell you something. You know, I don't think I have a finger anymore, you know, but never tell your mom. Okay? <laughs> okay. So next time you get hurt, don't tell your mom. Okay. And don't tell your mom that I told you this. Okay. Because if you do, if you do, I'm going to find where you live, and it's going to be over. So don't tell your mom I told you this, but I'm trying to help you further your motorcycle career, okay? <laughs> now, how did, now, how did you end up falling, though? How did you end up crashing? How did you end up crashing? Well, it was my first time. I was coming around the corner. Uh-huh. The, uh, like, it was a very skinny uh, track. My tire would go all the way into the root and then come back out as I leaned back into the other corner. And then when I came around that corner, um, I hit two two of my friends now, and then I just flew like my this, this is where the gate was. And this first is, impressions over here. And this is where I was. I was right here, and the gate was right here. Oh man, this and my shoe was also right next to the gate. This sounds like a bad police report, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's okay, man. But okay, so you crashed, you got up, you was okay. What made you go, you know what, I want to do this again? Well, uh, I would look at all the other kids passing me and uh-huh. scratching my, uh, scraping their knee. Mm-hmm. So then I wanted to do that. So. As we went on, we started practicing at the parking lot when I got my first bike, which is when I was seven. And then it just went from there. Wow. So, you're, so Dad, you saw that he wanted to do it again, and you oh, said, yeah. okay, I'm going to get your motorcycle. Because honestly, oh, he was ready. so you saw that passion in him even then? Well, I mean, you're going to know after the first crash, if he cries and say, I don't want to do this no more, okay, cool. That's not what it is. Yeah. But after that first crash, he got back up and he kept on going and he rode the whole day. Oh, you know, no matter how many times he crashed, he rode the whole day and his cheekbones were so huge. You can see it through the helmet, how much of a good time he was having. 
Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. You had to have, you had to be filled with so much joy. I mean, you had to be the gamut of emotions. One minute you're watching your son crash, like, oh God. And then you can, like you said, you see his cheekbones, like he's having the greatest time of his life. Oh yeah, he was having a blast. You know, he didn't want to have lunch. He didn't even want to stop to go pee. He didn't want to do none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got this bike, you know, I wanted this this entire time. Let's go. <laughs> My cheekbones literally looked like this in the helmet. Wow, smiling. <laughs> There's nothing better than a motorcycle. So now, now you got the bug. Okay, so then after you got off the bike, you go, hey, Dad, could you get me one of my own? Mm, I didn't really do that. When he just saw I crashed and got up, he just um, surprised me when I was coming home. So then every time I would get something surprised, I would actually tell the truth about my day, and then they would be like, okay, do better. So wait a minute. So so you were lying about your day before? <laughs> well, it wasn't basically like that. I would say my day was very good, and I would I I had to sit out from recess, and then by the time we got home, I I looked in the garage, and then I was like, grab. I was like, and then and then I, I and then I point to my dad, and then that, and then I point to it. And then I said, Dad, that's your motorcycle? Why did you get me one? And then my mom came up and said, that's your motorcycle. So then I went up and went on it. And then when my mom finally let me ride it, I rode it around the neighborhood and said, wow, this is awesome. Man, let me tell you something. I remember when I was a kid and coming home from school. And honestly, it was just like that, except for my parents didn't, uh, except for my parents, congratulations, guys. Except for my parents, uh, they, they didn't have a bike. But I came home one day, and I just remember being seen that motorcycle. And I still remember that feeling of going, <gasps> and I mean, right then, and I go, Daddy, can I ride? He goes, yeah. And I went out on, a, on in the field next to us, and I rode, and I rode, and I rode. Mm -hmm. So, man, congratulations. And then after that, Dad, did you just go, okay, here, here's where all my money's going? Yeah, pretty much. I looked at my <laughs> bike. I really liked my bike, and I was like, well, I'm going to ride this as much times as I can because right now he sucks. So I'm going to take all of this time and just ride. You just told your own son he sucks? Well, he sucks. I did. So, so I can ride for a little bit. Hey, my thing is, if you can't start it, then you can't go anywhere. You know? so, <laughs> I took that. I took that full year of advantage. <laughs> and then when I started to get better, yeah. he was like, I had no more time to ride anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, yep, now you can't say I suck. <laughs> so did you, did you throw it in his face like now nah, you can't say i suck daddy did you do that did you kind of throw it in his face no i just said now nah, you can't say i suck yeah i mean he has he has you know the, the low-key mannerisms <laughs> that, that kind of like he was kind of in your face on that one like a little like bit he, <laughs> you know like, like he knows he, he can't hit you or, you know because yeah. you're going away if you do exactly you know? <laughs> <laughs> So listen, so where now, first of all, where do you guys live? Like what state do you guys live? Uh, we're in Orlando. Oh, so you, so there's like, you can ride 353 days out of the year there. Yeah, just about. No, you know? there, no, you can. Don't give me that. I, I was I just mean, in Orlando. So yeah, you can ride 353, five, four or five uh, <laughs> days out of the year there. So yes, 
Don't don't give me that. Yeah, he, he rides. He, you know, if it's, it's raining, he rides. If it's bright out, he still rides. Okay, know. now here here's the debate that I had with you before. You know, before we came on, is that uh, why didn't you get him a dirt bike to start off with? I started off with a trail bike because I grew up in kind of a, a rural setting, and there was always trails. And you know, if you fall on the grass, it's a little more forgiving than asphalt. So why or did you or did you guys start off on a street bike well, and you just find uh, the parking lot? He started lot? out on the on the CRF fifty. Okay. Okay. That was that was the first bike, um, and then we would go out to like this little grassy area, right out in front of our neighborhood, and do some kind of drills. You know, get them used to the bike. Eventually, I put on some street tires, and then we hit this parking lot, started doing circle drills and figure eights. And then when I got my knee down, I said, "Dad, I got my knee down." And then eventually, like a couple years later, when I was seven and in third grade. Uh, he he bought me um, another motorcycle, and then it had to stay in what was it? Oh, uh, it got sent back to Italy. <laughs> what happened? What happened to it? Uh, so I ordered it um, March of 2020, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic hit, and they obviously de- delayed it because of the pandemic. They shipped it out in May. It got to Miami. It stayed in Miami for like all of May because mm-hmm. we didn't have the right paperwork. That's what they claimed. Mm-hmm. Um, then they sent it back. So um, the dealer and I are on the phone back and forth trying to figure out what's going on with it. Yeah. They ship it back to Italy. And then we, they had to redo the entire shipping to send it back down here to Orlando. It took another two weeks in Miami before it even got here. By the time it got here, it was like totally mangled. You know, the bike is hanging off the side. They had to send me new um, plastics, everything. Oh, it had to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, that was great. So listen, so when did it come down that you wanted to race? I mean, it's one thing to want to ride, which is different. But when did you go, I want to race? Because that's a, that's a totally different ba- uh, bag of worms. Well, uh, I didn't really say that. Uh, when he, when he uh, saw me trying to get better uh-huh. he uh took me to a friday i think it was thursday or friday night. friday night mm-hmm. yeah there it, it was this friday night uh track day uh-huh. and then uh, every time you would go there you would just ride get to ride other bikes and then after that um he we just left off from there and started racing I mean, so, so did you say, Dad, I want to race? Or was it just kind of like, all right, I'm going to get you some leathers and some racing stuff, and we're going to race it? Like, I mean, how did that happen? Because, I mean, there's, there's one thing to say, I think I want to race, Dad. There's one thing for Dad to go, all right, we we'll get this bike and all this money. I got to get a return on this investment. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what happened first? What, which one was it? So I don't really remember. It was uh, he was putting in a lot of work you know, practicing and learning how to ride the bike. And I asked him, like, you want to go race and try to see how I was like racing? Um, he said, yes. So we did one race with the organization and he liked it. He liked it a lot. You know, it came in dead last, but he liked it a lot. Good man. That's awesome. So after that, then out of the, in the paddock, he was having so much fun with the other kids running around and having such a good time. That's when I figured out. I was like, okay, well, this is where all of the money is going on. 
great. You know, back then I only spent about what eight hundred dollars on the bike. You know, I really thought that was a lot of money. I I was like, oh yeah, I'm buying my son an eight hundred dollar motorcycle at six years old. Great, bro. <laughs> that that is such a lie. <laughs> But what he, he doesn't understand is we had this conversation on on direct message, and that's what makes it so funny. Like, man, I, I, I didn't come from a racing background. I didn't know how much how, how expensive this is. Yeah, like that first suit, I was like, whoa, how much? Yeah, for a suit, and he's gonna grow out of it in how long? Okay. Cool. There is no Dollar Tree for motorcycle equipment. You can't get no. one that says suit, you know, just an all white just says suit. I mean, you got to spend some money on it. Yeah, like, yeah, you in it about 300 to start, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's that's the little fabric ones. And then if you mess around and actually be good, then you need to step it up to leather. Yeah. And leather costs a little extra. So, so hey, so how hard was it to get mom on board? Like, did you go, hey, uh. Um, race. So I got my bike first. I begged her for a bike for like two years mm -hmm. and she finally broke down. Let me get it. Um, after I got it for a couple months, then she said, oh, I want to try this riding thing out. But she's got vertigo. And I told her about the Can-Am certification. So she went, she did that. She loved it. So she went from no bikes, bikes are evil, bikes are the devil to that's all she rides now. Right. You know, That's she awesome. traded she traded in her car. All she rides is that can am. That's cool, man. And That's cool. So she was really into it. And for him to start racing, the only thing that she doesn't like is obviously crashing and you know, some some of the moves that he does on the track gets her a little queasy, but I mean she's full supportive of it. Man, I, I I'm gonna ask EJ this: Your first race, man, were you how excited and how scared were you, or were there were there good nerves, or, or even, do you even know about nerves? Because I don't know. I forget what, it, what it's like to be nine years old. I really do. So when you you know your first race, you're on the grid. You know you got your parents watching you. Like, tell me what that feeling was like, man. Well, when I got when it was my first time on the grid, uh, I was kind of scared because. I saw a lot of kids going fast, mm -hmm. and I thought, like, they would hit me, and then when I hit their back tire, I would flip the other side. Okay. I would just flip off for my bike. So then, so then after that, uh, when it didn't happen for a while, mm -hmm. I just started to ride, and then I got, like, dead last. And then after that race, and... The second one, um, I tried to get eight. Instead, I got tenth or ninth. How, how many? How many riders were in that race? I think it was like a fifteen, fifteen rider race. Wow, it's a, it's a nice. lot of kids. Yeah, no, you that's know, that's fifty races. You know, that's the thing to come watch. Yeah, you know, and th these kids, they go. Um, the very first time I watched it, you know, this little girl, her name is Ella. And I was like, how is this little girl just, she is just laying it out on all the boys. I mean, didn't even give them a chance. <laughs> right. You That's know, cool. and I was just like, how is she even doing that? So I got with her dad and her uncle and they started showing me what to do and what to look for. We started going from there. 
You know, that's one thing I love about the, the racing community or just the bike community is how just they're so helpful, man. I mean, I, I everybody didn't, I had, didn't even know how helpful they were. Actually. Isn't it the greatest, that yeah. biking community? Man, when you're, you know, you show just a slight bit of interest and they're oh, so I'm open. Asking. Yeah. It's, it's so much love. It's too much love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that, that but that's great though because it's such a especially with the kids, and I think that's the part about that I love that hits my heart is just like their parents there, and I think they, and then I think you guys all know, okay, it's what my kids want to do, and they're doing it, and you're and you're involved in their lives, and you see them having fun, so it's got to be like great for you to know he's having the time of your life of his life, so you're having the time of your life watching him at the time of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... The biggest thing for me, what's up? You, you need a potty break? You gotta go to the bathroom? I he saw that, man. I can, I, can, I can read lips, man. He hey. needs a potty break. Go, go. Hey, hold on. Big job, little job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, nine year old bladder. <laughs> He's not gonna hold that. Man, I go that's, for it. Go for that, it. He's a person that knows. <laughs> That's why I love this kid. He's a, that's what's beautiful. He's still a kid, man. He's competing. He's doing all this, but he's still a kid. I mean, you got to yeah, love this. Sometimes I forget about that, honestly. Yeah. Because, you know, his bike with the Ovali goes about uh, 60 miles an hour. And at nine years old, to, to make these decisions and to see other kids make these decisions, I'm like, what? Yeah. I know grown adults that can't make it down to the stoplight. What do you mean? <laughs> hey, we all know that rider. Yeah. Know. Wait a minute. Did you use the bathroom that quick? Did you yep. wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? He did wash his hands. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I trust that. I trust that. <laughs> I know our kids are. Yeah. I, I'm trusting he washes hands. Yeah. But no, but still though, man, that's, that's unbelievable. I mean, I just think it's so great that he's able to do that and you're able to watch him do that. I mean, are you on pins and needles watching him? I used to be, um, but since we spent a lot of time training and most of the training is just him and I, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll take videos and send it uh, over to Mike from SFL Mini GP and he'll tell me what's wrong and we'll go right back at it and fix stuff. And when he gets out on the track, then it feels a lot more controlled than freaking out like, oh my gosh, he's gonna maybe, I don't know, crash. Cause... No, go ahead, go ahead, DJ, go ahead. Because uh, every time I would go in the paddock, uh-huh. so every after like every practice, I would go over to my friend's Grayson's uh, pit, and then after that, we would play a lot because we like, Ahead, we keep on racing each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he would come in second, the other time I would come in first. Then he would come in first, and I would come in second. We just battle each other. Okay, when did you start? When did you when did you start turning that corner where he started like getting it and he started winning? You know, uh, I mean, that was uh, twenty twenty. The second race is when he started clicking. The second race. Yeah. His second race, that's when he no, started not, clicking. Not, not, not his second race, the second race of the year. Okay, okay. When he really started, you know, understanding and seeing and being able to push the bike to its limit a little bit more. Because my first time, 
Mm -hmm. And the second race, I think I got third or fourth. Yeah, that was that was his first pro podium when he really realized that, oh, I can actually do this. Wow. How'd you feel getting a podium? I mean, when you're racing and you realize, hey, I'm going to stay on that podium. Did you get that surge of adrenaline or that thrill? Like, like I, I can do it. I can do it. Mm, yes. But some, kid would, some kids would uh, come around me. Mm -hmm. and that's what we call a lapper. Then mm -hmm. when you pass the lapper, um, it would be a good feeling because after they keep on passing you and you pass them back, it's like very funny to me because yeah. when they try to pass you and you pass them that, some of them just get mad. Oh, they they have what they call the red. That's what's called red mist. When when riders get mad in their helmet, they call it red mist. Did you know that? I thought it was a rage quit. That, no, it's called it's called red mint. That's when when riders are like, uh oh, and that's when I mean it's weird because you can see that from from afar. If you're watching, you're like, uh oh, he's mad, and you can tell the way they're riding, they're mad. So, have you ever gotten the red mist before? I mean, yeah, a couple of times. What happened? Because uh, when it was so close to the championship, I would get mad because then I really wanted like a ride helmet. My dad said no, cause they're just a big circle. So then he kept on buying me like a ride, I mean, um, AGV helmets. And yeah. then I would really want, um, I really want a, a, a ride helmet. So then I would try to win the championship. Mm -hmm. But then after that, the last race, I, I got first. And then in both, uh, championships, I got second. And that made you mad? Yes, because then after that and after the whole season is done, yeah, uh, you either get an, a right helmet or just some boots. <laughs> or and just some boots. Those boots <laughs> just are expensive. Boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are cheap. You can just, you know, they're, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have to pay for boots, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah, where you going, EJ? He's got stuff to show you. Oh, let me, that, what's that? Oh, that's his championships. No, those are his first championships that he got. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, that is so dope, man. Okay. Nice, congratulations, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Have you ever okay? Have you ever got, gotten any on track? Like, say you're passing somebody and they made you mad. Is, that, is something that happened like that where maybe a rider did something you go, or he, maybe he went to the corner too hard and hit you, and you were like, "I don't like that." Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no, that's not that much. But uh, when I went to my friend's race, mm -hmm. he was doing very good. He was on like a was it a more is that the more mm, yeah. Uh, no, he's yeah. asking about you. Oh. Yeah, like, did that, did that ever happen to you? Oh, no. It never happened to me. <laughs> now, are, are you competitive by nature? Like, is there, like, a competitive streak in you where, like, you want to be number one, and, like, if somebody beats, like, beats you, you go, okay, I'm going to get better to, like, beat that person. Is there a competitive streak in you? Yes. Really? Because <laughs> my friend Grayson, he's very fast. Like, he's lighter than me. 
Uh-huh. So it's very hard to race him because he would either pull a gap on me or mm-hmm. he would just pass me in the straights. And when we would go in the corner, I would pass him on the outside. Uh, you pass on the outside? Oh, my. Man, or that's... Sometimes, or sometimes uh, <clears throat> if he's like, if he's like right here in the corner right here, uh-huh. I would try to come in and then just go back into the other corner. Nice. So yeah. you so, so develop racecraft is, is what I'm saying. He's developing racecraft already. Yes. Yeah, they they are nuts. Uh, I've got a drone. You know, it's like uh, catch a lot of what he's doing. Uh-huh. I mean, I watched a race from the air, and oh my gosh, they are crazy. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it, it's honestly a Ricky Bobby type situation. <laughs> you know, one goes out, the other one goes in, and you know, there's a lapper in the middle. <laughs> And that laugher is just trying their best, and they just go. Wow. Okay. So when did you know to have him start training? Like, I mean, I've seen the videos, like, where he's flipping a tire and all that stuff. How did you know about the actual train, the, the training training part of it? Uh, YouTube, asking questions, asking a lot of dumb questions. Um, There's no dumb questions, only dumb people. Well, I, I kind of put it in my mind. Uh, if I think I know it, then it's a dumb question. <laughs> and I go ask it, you know, somebody say, then you need to do this and this. Mm-hmm. The flipping tire, it, the flipping tire came around because he would tell me he can't do things. You know, he would tell me that he can't do things or this person was bullying him or something's going on in school. Mm-hmm. So I got the tire and then I taught him how to flip it, you know, how to use his legs, yeah. pick it up and push and flip it over. And at first he would tell me he couldn't do it. Eventually, he did it, and he flipped it like 100 feet. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a great lesson in life. <clears throat> yeah, no, so it, that's, it, how, that's how that came about. No, it really is. That, that's, uh, did, did you understand that, EJ, that when you said you couldn't do it, and then you finally did it, did you feel that, like, that now I can do anything because of that? Yes, because I would get very excited when I do a lot of achievements. I, no, I think that's great. And that's a great life lesson, Dad. And I mean, that from the bottom of my heart is that in life, you have to show examples of like, because I mean, even to this day, there's some things, I don't know about you, but I go, no, I can't do it. And I have to erase that from my mind and try it's to hard. live a limitless life. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't have like, okay, I can't do this because this and that. You just got to go through and go, that can be achieved. And you got to, and you got to reinforce that. And I think the greatest example is that tire. Cause I swore I was going to clown you on that and go, Hey man, what's it with having a little kid flip a tire? I mean, what's, <laughs> what is that about? So now that I understand, I think I owe you an apology. Cause I was going to clown you on that, <laughs> but I go, now I see that. I think that is yeah, great. We have, um, we actually have some friends. Uh, one of them is a chiropractor and the other one, uh, he's a physical trainer. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that he's doing the right things and not just, doing it because we saw it you know saw somebody doing it on tv or something so there there is actually some serious research behind some of the things that we do now now what was the kid doing when he was bullying you in school like what was he doing he would rush me and start rushing me around and then uh i would get like mad and sad about that because i have nothing to do about it but then after that i just started trying to forget about it and stuff. And then uh, like a couple of times, well, last year of school, 
the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I was playing football. We were playing loss, mm -hmm. and then uh, my one of my friends kept on coming up to us and saying, "Brandon, Brandon, middle wants to kiss you." I said, "Leave him alone." And then she pushed me. And then I pushed her back. And then she smacked me. And then I smacked her back. I don't know if I can tell yeah, about that. Built the confidence a lot. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I mean, so the whole motorcycle thing was to build his confidence. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest reasons I even pushed so hard with it. Yeah. To show him that, yes, he can do it. Mm -hmm. um, once he started riding, he would go to his friends and say, oh, I race motorcycles. And then obviously they're not going to believe him because that's not what an everyday kids sees you know yes. especially yeah. most black kids like what do you mean you race motorcycles bro like we play football we play basketball what do you want yeah um, and then after that because uh, <clears throat> then after that and when we get free time on our ipads i will look up uh myself on youtube and show them that i actually race motorcycles and then and then their faces such and soft like this <laughs> And then, and then uh, there's one time my friend, uh, Leo, uh -huh. uh, I met Justin, and then I would share my screen and showed him oh, what I do. And then he's like, why, do you, why does your parents let you do that? <laughs> well, and then I was like, because I want to do it. Well, I think it's, you know why it's beautiful? Because, I mean, your dad said it best is that, you know, some people, I mean, even to this day, you know, they still, like you said, they live in that, not really a bubble, and I'm not really blaming them, but, you know, it's like, I feel like sometimes when you're black, it's always, like, okay, either basketball or football or, mm -hmm. or track or whatever, and when you step outside what that, you know, stereotypically thing is, and you show that, hey, one of us is actually in this world, and you show them, and it's, it, it sounds so simple, but man, it means all the difference in the world. I mean, because I know now, like in this true story, EJ, you're a role model to some of these kids. And I mean that because they see that you have a YouTube channel. They see that you know, you're actually racing, you're winning. And people, now you have kids looking up to you because of what you're doing and what you're not, you know, stereotypically, you don't see faces that look like you in that world. So how does that make you feel knowing that kids are looking up to you? Uh, very good. Because then when, I'm, when they look up to me, I'm like, oh, man, I got to do better so they can see this. But, but I think that's great, though. I mean, do you, I mean, but do, does it really, does it resonate with him, Dad? Does it resonate? I mean, how much that really, really is. is I, I, Not I, yet. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't resonate as yet. Um, because he doesn't, he has no idea how awesome he is. Yeah, you know, he has no idea how cool he is, because um, for a even a black kid to even be doing this, you know, we have no family background of racing, none of that. Um, it's a big deal just to be doing it alone, to be doing it for him to be able to do it like this with no outside help, and we have to get help from somewhere. Yeah, it's a bigger deal, you know, um, and that's how I started pushing the Instagram and having him on google and all that kind of stuff so people can actually find him and see that he's doing this stuff um instagram started blowing up january i believe yeah 
around well december into january is where it started blowing up it went from like 1500 to twenty nine thousand. wow oh wow. just you know hit me telling the story of what he's doing and showing what he's doing you know and and appealing to more african-american the african-american crowd like i said man you know I, like I said, I always say I'm a wannabe who never was when it came to this. And this is what I wanted to do. And, you know, it's just a different world. You know, I'm not mad at my parents. It's just a different world. And now, no, he has these opportunities. Does it make you as a dad go, you know what? I kind of wish I, I think I was born in the wrong era. Because, you know, this could be you. You know, so are you kind of living a little bit through him? No, I'm not, actually. Because um, I just wanted a bike because I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, I didn't know anything about racing until 2017. I didn't know who who Rossi was until like 2017. Wow, so like, really? I'm like super fresh, you know, yeah. brand new in this. Um, for me, I was all into music in school. Like I was the band kid. Yeah. You know, um, once he was born, I was like, yeah, he's going to be an awesome drummer. He's going to be really cool. Yeah. Man, once that motorcycle came around, it's <laughs> The bike, the drums were in the garage, dusty, nothing. <laughs> you but know, I, them drums are gone and he still doesn't even know it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for him, it's it's all him. I, I don't, I didn't like social media at the beginning. Um, learned how to work social media. Then learned all of the, how the bikes work and how the race world works. And I more push it all for him so that he can do what he wants. Not, this is not for me at all. Okay. Now, so when it comes to uh, training also for this, uh, for the coming season, like you ever thought about, uh, is he doing cross training, like as far as like motocross training? Or do we, why would you um, like to get him into motocross? We, we're going to try to get into flat track. Okay. Um, and I still have him do like other sports. And like he'll play football and basketball with his friends. Um, I've got him going to this other gym that they focus on kids and their agility. Um, that's, that's really the extent of it for right now that I know of, you know, every day it's, it's something new, learning something new. Um, I talk to uh, Christian Daniels a lot. Yes. I, yeah. I talk to him a whole lot. Um, because girl coming into it, the first thing I would go look for is, all right, let's see how many black kids doing this. Yeah. Okay, uh, there's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there is not a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that I found them and then found out that, oh, they're moving to LA, I mean, to Spain. Yes. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I hit him up and then we talked back and forth regularly. He showed me some stuff, showed me what drills I should be doing. And then we did that. You know, he helped out that way. Now, what, uh, what, what happens if the time comes where it's like he's getting really good? And it's like, uh, does he want to take that extra step? I mean, that next next step, and it is to go to Europe. I mean, uh, would you would, would you like would you like to go to Europe, EJ, and, and race if, if that came up, that opportunity came up? Uh, yes, I would also like to race in Spain. Oh my God, I would love this. Honestly, I would love to see you race in Spain because I mean, honestly, that's where the best riders are in Europe. I mean, Spain and Italy. I mean, those are the best riders in the world. And I would love to see you there. I think when people see this, they're probably going to break the internet because they're going to say, who is this kid? 
and then you're going to be more famous. You're going to go to school. You're going to get mobbed by the girls. And they're going to be yeah. like, hey, EJ. And you're going to, I got a train. <laughs> get away from me. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> can you Can you handle that fame, EJ? Uh, a lot of girls in school like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting, to, yeah, once, once that whole 29,000 followers came up, it was... A lot of distraction. Okay, well here you go. Even though it's fun, even though it's funny, I mean that that is something you have to deal with because I mean you, you got to stay focused. I mean, have you made goals on what you want to do? You know, you're nine. I know it sounds ridiculous, but sometimes you know in motocross, those kids have to make a decision at your age. Like, do I want to do this further? Because if I do, you know, dad's got to get a second mortgage on the house or or get a second <laughs> job or do whatever to to you know make sure you achieve your racing goals. So is this something? Like, what are your future goals, EJ? What do you want to do? Well, my first goal I set when the third race, I tried to get third place. And, and what's, your, first what, what's your future goals? My future goals? Yeah, future goals. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to race for money. And you want I, want to buy, I want to buy myself stuff. And then after my when my career is done, I want to become uh, like a secret agent that finds out people. Well, if you're going to be the black Jason Bourne, I don't think being a motorcycle racer is going to help because they're going, hey, I know you. And you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 you're going to be on some, you're going to be on some yacht and go, I got you. Go, no, nah, I know you. You're a motorcycle racer. You can't be a secret <laughs> agent. And then your, your cover is going to be blown. So, you know, if you, yeah, become, if you become a professional motorcycle racer, I think secret agent is out the window. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you know what D don't let me stump on your parade you can be the black uh, 007 you really could I mean that way you know if somebody tries to chase you you go oh really we're going to do that and you're going you're gonna to your motorcycle and then you get away from them because you race motorcycles <laughs> exactly <laughs> so basically you want to be a professional motorcycle racer is what you're telling me EJ mm -hmm. okay. now do you know what that encompasses that means you got to stay focused that means no girls you got to stay focused on the no girls. You understand? But what if I have to get one? No, you don't have to get one. I mean, what, what do you mean you have to? Who's got a gun to your head? You, <laughs> you stay focused. Listen, look, look at me, EJ. Look at me. You stay focused on that motorcycle. You understand? For fun, for fun, you, you, you maybe get one of those, I don't know what kids do, PS4 or whatever, and you get one with the motorcycles on it, and you, and you get better. You get the MotoGP game and learn how to do that. And that way it's going to make you even be a better motorcycle racer. So for fun, <laughs> maybe go listen to some music or get the drum set out. But you stay away from the girls. you got to stay focused. How well did that work for you? <laughs> listen, man, that's why I'm doing this right now. <laughs> how well did that conversation work for you? Because it did not work for me. <laughs> it didn't work for me either. That's why I'm trying to tell his kid what he yeah. needs to do to get to the top. I was told girls are evil and <laughs> they're gonna they're a scam. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let them scam me, please. Because <laughs> when I was watching this one TV show, uh -huh. uh, they were racing, uh -huh. um, and then uh he had a girlfriend, and then I watched the kids, my dad said. Don't ever let a girl do that to you. That's a scam. It'll get you off the game. <laughs> I'm trying. I promise you, I'm hey, trying. Listen to your dad. Listen to your dad, EJ. Listen to your dad. Okay, so this year, if I'm not correct, uh, are you racing Moto America this year? 
Mm. We don't know yet. We don't know. Okay, but are you trying to get into uh, Moto America with the, uh, it, is it Ovale? I, I, I can't pronounce uh, it. Ovale. Ovale. It's the Ovale series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and the goal is Moto America this year. Yes. Uh, if not, at least one race. <sighs> and, and, and what uh, what is going to be your, to, to get to that point, what's going to be the hardest obstacle? Uh, the hardest obstacle is uh, funding. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's probably the, the hardest thing. Um, we would like to do all of them, mm-hmm. but yeah, if we don't have the fun to do all of it, then we just can't, you know, we'll just do, um, the local stuff, train real hard. Um, we would like to go to Spain. I would like to expose him to that culture mm-hmm. so that he can see exactly what he's getting himself into. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really it. Um, it's been, it's been working out pretty well so far since a lot more people are seeing the story and uh, he's getting a lot more followers and a lot more people are contributing to the journey. So I don't, I don't have a doubt in my mind that it can, that it can't happen. Oh no. I always think positive and always set them goals. And, and I, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, he's got a, you have a great head on your shoulders, EJ. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart, man, you have a great head on your shoulder. You got a good disposition. You're training, Listen to your dad. You've gotten better, and it shows that you've gotten better. And I mean that. So what is your greatest attribute, you think, about yourself? What is what, an attribute? What's your, what's your best quality as a, per, as, a, as a racer? What's your best quality? Uh, always trying to get first place. There you go. Always trying to get. Hey, there you go. Always think first, man. Hey, like Ricky Bobby said, uh, second place is the first loser. So always try to get first. I always try to get first. Okay, what do you have to work on to be better? What do you have to work on to get better? Uh... Like, if, like if I was watching you, I would go, man, this kid's good, but he needs to blank better. What would that be? Is it corner, uh, break harder, uh, maybe more speed in the corners? What, what do you, maybe starts? What do you have to do to get better? I think we'll break harder. Break harder. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I, I've seen your Instagram page, and I've seen you rolling with some of the best dudes around. You went to Josh Heron's compound. You were with my buddy Brandon Posh, who's been on the show. Brandon Posh is one. I love that kid. <laughs> love that kid. I saw you doing a wheelie with Brandon Posh. Only thing I'm mad about is you didn't have any leathers on. You had shorts on, and he had no helmet. And I was mad about that. Other than that, I thought that was great. But, yeah. Yeah, first time on the 450. That was great. Oh, how was that? Fe- <laughs> how was it? How would? How did you feel, EJ, being around guys like that <clears throat> who race for a living? Did that make you even want to be a motorcycle racer even more? Oh, yes. And then when they went to Moto, no, it was Daytona. They mm-hmm. went to Daytona. Mm-hmm. Sean, D- Dylan Kelly, and Brandon Bosch. It was like a close race. Uh, like Brandon was like on the inside, Sean was on the outside, Sean was like this. Brandon catched up and just like they were like very close, and then he just won the uh thing like it was nothing. Did, did, did that did, it, did that inspire you to want to do that? Yes, because then after, after that race. Uh, I was with my dad. My dad said that's me and Grayson in the future. 
there you go, man. There you go. You got to stay focused on what you want to do. But like your dad said, it's good to have other interests, you know, like when racing's over, like to clear your mind, to go have fun. What do you like to do for fun? Like for you, what's your best thing to do besides riding motorcycles? What do you like to do? Play video games all night. <laughs> what's your favorite video game? Your favorite video game? <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite? Yeah. I have no idea what that is. I'm, I'm a dork. It's, I, it's, it's the kiddie version of uh, Call of Duty. It's not very yeah. kiddie, but, you know, it's... it's a lot more tamed down. Well, there Lots you go. <laughs> and, and, and it's cheaper for him. It's cheaper for, for you that. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. It's free, it's free on Nintendo Switch, but I don't yeah. think it's free on Nintendo you gotta You got to okay. buy V-Bucks, and V-Bucks actually cost money. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I asked my, I kept on asking my dad for V-Bucks on Christmas Day. And then I, when he uh, said my switch is almost dead, I went to go charge it. And then I saw him trying to buy a 13,500 V-Bucks card. And then he bought it. Then I literally spent my whole V-Bucks on emotes and skins. But good for, hey, man, you, you got to have another interest. So good for you, buddy. Good for you. And then. I yeah. was I was up all night playing that, and then my mom came up, and my dad was right behind my mom, and said, "You spent that already? I thought you still saved some." I'm like, "No, why would I save some?" <laughs> That's a true kid answer. Good for you, man. Good for you. Hey, before we get out of here, who's your sports idols, man? Who do you like sporting wise that you look up to? Uh, Mark Marquez, um, Valentino Rossi, and Brandon Posh and Sean Dylan Kelly. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? Out of those four people, two of them have been on this show. How about that? So, Sean Dylan Kelly and Valentino. Sean Dylan Kelly and Brandon Posh. Those who have been on this show, and guess what? So now, those four people, now out of five, which is you, there's three of those five have been on the show, and that's including you. So I'm blessing you with greatness right now. How about that? How about that? So, man, listen, I, I really think you're on to something, man. I want you to be the best that you can be. Man, always listen to your dad. You should tell your dad thank you for living this dream, buddy, because, I mean, that's something I wanted to do. I wasn't able to. And seeing you do it, man, it just hits a special place in my heart. I love how you're always happy. You're always smiling. You're always wanting to be better. So good for you, man. I'm happy for you, buddy. Thank you. Now, is there something you want to tell your fans before we get out of here? Anything you want to tell your fans? Uh, I don't know what to say. Okay, it's, somebody said, oh my God, EJ, I, I, I want to be like you. What should I do? What would you tell them? Mm, try to look as hard as me. Okay. Okay. And what else? <laughs> uh, also, try to be the best that you could be. There you go. The best that you can. Hey, that's all you can ask for. As long as a race is over and you can look at yourself and go, you know what? I did the best I could. Sometimes it's like that. That's all that matters, man. That's okay. all that matters. Take it from two guys who have lived where you lived. Hey, as long as you do the best that you can, your dad can't get mad. Your mom can't get mad. Okay? 
Yep, that's the rule. Do the best. All Man, I'm so now is he gonna go train right now? What's he gonna do? Hey, maybe take a nap. Uh, he actually He's does have an agility class uh, in about an hour. Agility, agility. Yes. What, what's he gonna do? What, what do you What do you learn in agility class? What do you learn? Um, he's uh, actually uh, jumping jacks, running. What else do you guys do? Like do the jumping thing that I would do. And the after, jumping thing. <laughs> after, after that, I would jump back on it and do a spider man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is it helping? Is it helping? Do, do, do you feel more confident? Uh, no. It just it makes it funner. Funner. Okay. Or more fun. There's no such word as funner. My dad taught me that one. So more of my, it makes it more fun. <laughs> I didn't mean to be a jerk on that, but my dad always said no such word as funner. So it makes it more fun. So, okay. All right, EJ. Listen, buddy. I appreciate your time. I know kids like you should be, you could be playing Fortnite right now or taking a nap because you yawned about 20 times during this interview. So listen, <laughs> I long appreciate, day, long day. I know long, a long day at school, man. It happens, you know? So yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you talking to me, buddy. I wish you nothing but the best. If you guys get a chance, what's the link they can go to if, uh, if they want to help his career out in racing? Um, EJ-26.com. EJ, say it again. Say it again. EJ-26.com. All right. And, and you got a, a store also, right? Is there an EJ store people can get merchandise from? Yeah, that's the store as well. Okay. Yeah. So when we buy that, that goes into his racing career, right? Yes. And you're not going to Gary Cole Coleman him, right? And take all the profits and not tell him you made money. <laughs> <laughs> more money. <laughs> I had to get that one in, man. I'm so hey, sorry. hey, it's both hours. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Hey, listen, Dad, thank you so much. I think you are doing a great, great job with him. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And I know we have a mutual friend on Instagram who follows you. And they just loved it because they, they're, they're like me. I and mean, they're like what you just said. You don't see faces like this in the paddock. And when they do, they're oh, like, oh, yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he's got yeah, two I, sons. I love that family. Yeah, no, I do too. They are. <laughs> yeah. And they, they got two so sons. Yep. And now, and they're, you know, all the Moto America races. And this does so much. And I just think, like I said, the paddock is always open to everybody. Never mm -hmm. had a, they're always helping people. And that's one of the best places to me in the world is a racing paddock. Because, I mean, there's so much love there for everybody. So, yeah. listen, young man, good luck at whatever you do. I wish you nothing but the best. You understand me? Mm -hmm. Yes. So good luck this year. I hope you make it to Moto America. Please go if you get a chance. Go to his uh, go to his Instagram. Go to his store. Help him out so we can have a, a, a racing career in a Moto America this year. I want to see him win the cup. I want to see you win the cup, Dad. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for watching Tales from a Gemini. This is BT, and you know how I say about this time. You know the word. Peace.